Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Welcome back to Battle Ready. Thank you for joining us. Get your Bibles out. We're going to be, we're, we've been a long time, but I think we're getting near the end of Revelation. We're in chapter 20 tonight. Um, just a couple more chapters to go. and We'll have gone through the whole book. It's been a very good book to go through and to read, and I'm going to let Laura bring us up to where we are while I get the messages on my phone so I can see when people message us. So we read through chapter 19 last time, but we didn't really talk about the end of it, and maybe mm-hmm. we should spend some time talking about that because it's pretty important yes, what's happening that. in that chapter. So at the at the beginning of it... Um, Sorry, my phone is really okay. messed up right now, so... Forgive me. Well, we got to turn that off, though. I'm not turning it off. I'm but but what we have is Babylon as a world power and Babylon as a religious power, both destroyed. The fire is going up, it says, mm-hmm. as an eternal flame going up. And, and then you have the marriage supper of the Lamb. You have Jesus coming in, being who he is, right, in chapter 19, mm-hmm. and showing himself as he is. I, I guess what I wanted to start out talking about tonight and the way I need to kind of just settle my thoughts and talk to you when you're ready with that is I keep seeing articles, I keep seeing it on the news, I keep seeing news reports that Christianity is on the decline and that the church is going down and in a few decades Christianity won't even exist in the world. There's, there's been news reports coming about it this week and, and I just wanted to talk to you about that for a minute. Will the church vanish? Well, will there be faith on earth when the Lord returns? Isn't that a question Mm -hmm. that they ask Mm -hmm. even 2,000 years Mm -hmm. ago when when Jesus ascends into heaven? Will there be faith on the earth? Yep. Having read Revelation in the end of the book, I can can tell you of a surety Mm -hmm. that there is a church that disappears. Mm -hmm. There is, but it isn't. And there is a church that remains. Mm -hmm. And and that, I guess, is what I wanted to bring out in chapter 19, is the false church does disappear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think that um, we get the idea, and I do know that the world is getting worse and worse as we get close near the Christ, but I think in some ways we over-exaggerate that, and I want to say it like this. There have been generations where it seemed like a lot more people were Christians than there are now. It seemed like a lot more people believed in Christ, but the Bible tells us very clearly that broad is the way that leads to destruction and narrow is the way that leads to eternal life Mm -hmm. and and i think and i've said this before on this podcast i've said that i think it's as narrow as christ there nobody on their own goodness their own merit is going to go make it into heaven it's just as narrow as just one way jesus Mm -hmm. christ Mm -hmm. i think that's what that means there are many 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 ways your own way find one invent one to go to hell but there's one way to go to heaven and that's jesus christ but i but i think that we've got to get an illusion that there were so many more christians in the past than there are now we start right after jesus's resurrection with a very small group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think I right? think that's Satan's job, too. Sure. To make the world feel like, I mean, remember, the world um, evolution says we are evolving up. Mm-hmm. We are becoming mm-hmm. smarter and wiser and better. Well, and that's and, the tone of the news reports. Like, mm-hmm. there, eventually we won't need Christianity. We're, we're done with that. Because, because we're, we're going past, past that. that. Mm-hmm. But, but the fact is that according to the book of Revelation, according to the Bible, the true church of God will always be, be here, here, will always be preserved, will always be cared for, and will be in existence throughout all of so, eternity. This is the great plan so of God. So what's he say? What's he say? He, say that he says the gates of hell shall not prevail. Right? But Satan's a great liar. 
is. And he likes to send panic about things like that. He mm-hmm. likes to let people think that, oh, no, you know, maybe what there's happens? nothing to yeah. this. And what if the church goes away? Did we believe in something that doesn't exist? Mm-hmm. It's just terrorist tactics that Satan uses. And I'm telling you, that's what it is. But I think all through history, it's been that we way. felt like that. Yes, when, I think in, so during too. the Crusades, which there's a lot of right and wrong. I'm not going to talk about the Crusades. But we're thinking, are, are, is Christianity going to be wiped out? Is it going to be mm-hmm. gone? Is it going to be conquered, vanquished? No. Here, Now, well, some of the faith. false church was conquered and vanquished. <laughs> some, mm-hmm. some things were. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the I way do. through. The same cycle of apostasy and this cycle of people corrupting the church, a lot of that disappears. But the true church of God has went right along for 2,000 years. Don't forget, too, that the scripture says, because iniquity abounds, the love of many will wax cold, right? Mm -hmm. We don't, we're not staying on fire. We're kind of like drifting away. And I hate, I don't, I've been studying a a lesson for Sunday school next week that's about that drifting away. What happens when you just sort of kind of, you don't really stop believing, but you just sort of quit doing the things that you're supposed to do and where that takes you. So I've been thinking about that too. So it's just, like, so I've been, I've been, and I'm not trying to just distract. I, I really, I think this that's is a where good my point. mind is running. Okay. That's a good point. I've been watching a show about marriage mm-hmm. and they, they, in this show, they have experts that fix these two people together that they've done great deals of study. They have you know doctorates behind their name and and i'm going to put these two people together and they will make it because all the things we know that make a marriage work we figured it out and we put the perfect people together and i'm such a hopeless romantic that when they get married and they have us i'm like it's going to work it's so wonderful and it looks so real and i'm in love with love Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. i'm in love with love and i trust the experts and i'm so happy and then i am so crushingly defeated if you it takes literally like the third episode (laughs) <laughs> till, till the people are already getting a divorce there's only a t- less than 20 percent chance for all the people they fix up that they actually make it and i was thinking about like it's the same thing with the bride of christ and let me explain what i mean okay mm-hmm. so god has been the bible tells us that he through different books that he's been building this church this idea mm-hmm. since before he made the earth mm-hmm. right he's been preparing since, a bride mm-hmm. for himself but I think what happens is in, involved in that process is there are a lot of people who are in love with love. Mm-hmm. They're in love with religion. They're in love with the idea of holiness. They're in love with the idea of their own goodness or tradition of men. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it, mm-hmm. but they're not in love with Christ. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the process of living this life and the way this life works mm-hmm. is that God through actually what happens in this when it talks about the bride of Christ here, it's going to talk about they've been made pure. Mm-hmm. They've been made holy, and they've gotten themselves ready, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it talks about these these righteous acts. I think the process of life says, did you really mean till death do us part? Did you really mean mm-hmm. that you love me and sickness and health and better and worse and all this? Thing? And you don't know that mm-hmm. until it plays out the way God's doing it. What God is doing is making a bride ready, and 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 giving it everything it needs to succeed but but those who aren't really the bride of christ are taken out that apostate church that false church in the beginning of 19 the end of 18 and that false world system of self-righteousness and humanism are both destroyed Mm -hmm. weeded out Mm -hmm. and all that remains is those that truly did put all their faith and trust in jesus christ so i'm going to back up a minute because i i think i know i think i hear what you're saying but i want to clarify just a couple of things and i wrote them down so i wouldn't forget what Mm -hmm. i was wanting to say um so 
why does the church, why do people who study scripture, why do people who read the Bible earnestly seek God, why do they always think there's somebody else that knows more about everything than they do? Why do we always say, okay, well, God showed me that, but, you know, that scientist over there said that can't be, so this can't be right. It's the great and first lie. It's the great and first lie ever told. Is it not? That God does not, God is holding something back from you, mm -hmm. and someone else knows more than you do, and you're going to look foolish if you trust him. That's it. And, And I always wonder why we put so much stock in what whoever, and who made these guys experts? Mm -hmm. Who decided that they know more about what God's doing than what God does? Who, but I, who, I'm, and, and we do that, and I'm just, I'm just making a mm-hmm. little bit of a point. You know, you said that about putting the marriage together. Hasn't it failed? And, and I'm, I am not saying that people shouldn't have jobs that do that. I know people that are very extremely helpful in what they do. But we rem- if you remember, we've had some people that we've known who the statistics for does alcoholic Alcoholics Anonymous keep everybody out from alcohol. No, you know, if we could just do this, we'd make sure everybody. If we could just pick the right people, then we could, we could figure out what. Okay, but let needs. me tell you this: that going to church won't fix it either. No, going to church won't I fix the problems that. you have. I agree. Christ with that. can fix the problems you have, but going to church won't fix any problem that you have. And That's what I mean that, by this. There, and, there's a, there's the process of becoming the bride of Christ. God saves and sanctifies. Christ did all the work, but we have to ready ourselves. We have to participate and in that process. When you say that, at first blush, everybody's like, oh, "She's telling people not to go to church." No, that's not no, what she's saying. No, I'm telling you that it's, it's so much more, more than, than that. that. It's it got to so be much more, more than, than that. that. It is a personal commitment relationship revealing between you and God. It has to be. You can't do the church any good if you don't have that, right? But mm-hmm. again, who decides who these experts are? And hasn't doesn't it always seem to run that pattern that we can figure this out? We're smart enough. We, we you know, even if it's science and we change it two or three times over 10, 15, 20 years, that's okay. We, you know, that's expected. We're smart enough to figure out that that wasn't right. But we're, you know, why mm-hmm. do we stutter? Why? That's not the right word. Why do we know what God's word says? When I called him a terrorist, I meant it. Satan is the original terrorist. He can he can't touch you. Job the book of Job proves to you he cannot touch you Unless without God, God allowing that. And when God allows that, he said he does it for your good. Mm-hmm. Whatever God allows in your life, he does for your good. Believe it or not, he said it, so it's it may true. Not seem like it. So it also says what he I mean chastens by the terror lives, is right? he can, he's always telling you it's over. God can't keep you. God can't you're too bad. You're you're too far gone. Your really situation is you. too hard. He, he can't you. do anything about it about this mm-hmm. yep. uh, you know you've asked God to help you and God hasn't answered immediately so obviously God doesn't care about it and he's not going to do anything about it or God's not real mm-hmm. Satan loves to terrify you and his his word I think always mm-hmm. is it's all over it's done. you know and, and he's always saying that like God God can't help you Isaiah says is God's hand short that he can't rescue you is has he ever failed to do what he said he's no, going to do he has not and and the truth is that that's never happened God mm-hmm. has always been able to do what he said he would do he's always been able to take care of his bride and his people and he'll take care of him for all eternity he's mm-hmm. he's building a bride for eternity and remember regardless of what happens in that, this life he's taking care of her because i always hear people then say well what about the people that were martyred and what about the people right know, but there is they're here mm-hmm, they're they're at this point that's they're where here. we see them we see them right here they're 
cared for, loved, protected, provided for, holy, mm-hmm. righteous, clothed mm-hmm. in the righteousness of mm-hmm. God. I mean, th- th- that's what I'm trying to say. But I mean, this thing is a process. Mm-hmm. And I think that if any of us wrote the book of Revelation, we would have the story be over by now. Mm-hmm. It would have been over at the first trumpet. It would have been over at the first warning. Mm-hmm. We would have said, I'm done with all these people, and I'm done with giving them an opportunity, and Which, I'm done with it. But here we get, we're in 19, and we are still going to see even more mm-hmm. of God's putting up with mm-hmm. and then judgment to try to get everybody into that and i mean it's unbelievable to me that god is still doing this because this is not my story mm-hmm. there's a tireless and a limitless god mm-hmm. at work in these chapters and in this book and i think even when you get to the book of revelation you get the sense that this is not like okay now we're all gonna just totally be the exactly the same through all eternity and float on clouds and play harps it's like what's he going to do next mm-hmm. This is what God's given us, but and there's more to the story isn't yet. That the point because it's the revelation of Jesus. Yes. It's not the revelation of the church. It's the revelation of Jesus. There's Who a point in chapter he? 20 where he says, you know, you call me faithful and true. You know, he gives the, all these names of Christ, of who Christ is and what he does. And he says, but I have a name you don't even know yet. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. To me, which is saying like... We've had this much of Christ revealed through all this book and all this chapter and and the end of the world if we go through it. And history and everything So they they know all these things about him, but you don't know the half of it yet. Mm -hmm. Like when you get into eternity with him, who he really is Mm -hmm. is going to continue to be revealed. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen in time and space and and his will is going to continue. You don't get to a place where it's like, okay, everything's over. That's that's how we write a book. We we know everything there is to possibly know. We tie up all the ends at the last chapter and we say the end. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? And God doesn't have a the end. Mm-mm. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end of this planet and this story. But He goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Eternal. In all directions. He's eternal. What's next, Lord? All powerful, all, right? all these things. That when He, he calls to end this world, that doesn't mean the end. Mm-mm. No, because we get a new heaven and new <laughs> there's, gonna, there's gonna be more to come. I don't I know I'm repeating I know, myself, no. but the thought I'm trying to get is this sanctification process. This, this building of a church from before he made Adam and Eve up until our point in history and clear into the future and past what we know in the, at the end of Revelation. Mm-hmm. I think God is constantly Just wishing at work, we believe. <laughs> wishing we believe, but doing marvelous things mm-hmm. that we can be a part of. But that honestly, the sad part for me to tell you is that most people won't be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Not because he doesn't will it so, but because they choose not to be. Mm-hmm. They, they choose not to be a part of the mm-hmm. thing that he's doing, and they choose to go their own way. There's a million ways mm-hmm. but the way to ruin it, but there's only one way, and you can't mess it up to find it, and that's mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. If you though will submit heir, to him, though, an, though a fool, it's he the right way. Not air, right? It says it doesn't take the fool says in his heart there is no God. <clears> you <throat> have to you have to start with there is God, and and I think. Maybe, maybe what will help that thought is how tied up and bound up are we by our social rules and our work rules and our school rules and our, all these things that keep us from just going, wait a minute, stop. This is, this is how God told me to act. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is, you know, again, we always think somebody else is smarter than we are. And I don't know, that's some kind of a phenomenon that's legitimate people have done studies on that everybody when you sit in a room full of people you always think somebody else knows more than you do whether they do or not when you start talking you find out we only know what we know right Mm -hmm. so if you want to read just i know we're going to 20 but if you just want to read from 7 
7 through 10 for just a minute. There's something in 19, I, in 19 something we kind of talked about a little bit, but I want to bring out a little bit more. Okay, so if we go back just for a second to chapter 19, I know Mark's already said we're in, oh, nope. We're going to be in 19 and Good 20, job, but yeah, we're, we're going back a little bit just to make sure some things aren't missed. So this is verse 7 of chapter 19. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. So I do, I, do, I want to focus on that. She's made herself ready because that makes some people get the wrong conclusion. Everything that she's making herself ready has been given to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been granted that she shall have this fine linen. Mm-hmm. It's been granted that she has this right. Where did she get righteousness? She got it from Christ. Where did she mm-hmm. get the fine linen and the purity? She got it from her husband, right? But she's she's had to do the work to make herself ready. She had to put it on mm-hmm. and prepare herself. She's had to wrap her mind around the fact that I'm going to stay loyal to him because that's and what a marriage is, right? I'm pledging my loyalty to one human being above all else and even above my own wish. I mean, that's really, when I was talking about the wedding show, that's the part they miss, I think, because they are so in love with love until the minute someone else doesn't fulfill the needs they want met. As long as that person is doing everything that makes them feel like the center of the universe, both they're happy. But the minute you have to sacrifice yourself for the good of the your other time, person, your these people attitude. that he's talking about here have sacrificed their literal life. Mm-hmm. to stand up against a world system that's destroying them, beheading them, we'll find out mm-hmm. in the next chapter, mm-hmm. to be loyal to Christ. But she stayed loyal to Christ. Mm-hmm. And he said, she's made herself ready. She's made you know, herself she, ready. she gets it, right? The righteousness that she puts on is that, that loyalty mm-hmm. to Christ above all else. And guess what? They won't outdo him. His loyalty to her is above all else. And don't forget, he laid down his life first. And don't forget, right? too, don't forget that the shadows in Scripture of that our marriage right. right and the pastorship of a church and i know we're getting ready to do an election and i'm not trying to say anything about that but that's why it's so important yeah. that that this is this the works the way that it does you have to be loyal you have to be faithful you have to be true you have to i mean he put everything on the line for his church and his bride right and will again so every sacrifice that they're making it's not unseen it, the, it tells us earlier in the mm-hmm. book of revelation We've he's got them right there that. saying mm-hmm. how long lord till you avenge this thing on do? earth mm-hmm. they're in his presence mm-hmm. when they leave this earth they're in his presence but they, they're saying to him are you are you gonna yeah i'm gonna mm-hmm. take care of it and not only did he lay down his life first mm-hmm. like you said but he's going to fight for them again. again. And he's getting ready to do it in the next chapter. He's going to say, mm-hmm. I am your defense. I am your refuge. I'm your rock. I'm, I'm that person that is going to come in as a mighty savior for you, right? Mm-hmm. And defend his bride. And I just think there's so much more to marriage than But just... there's also, and this is like the sad part that I don't like to talk but there's a weeding away. Mm-hmm. There's a weeding away of all that's false. And at 19, we're kind of there. At 19 and into 20, all those that stood in opposition, because we talked about he destroys them with the sword of his mouth. And they could possibly still have problems with him, right? And all that remains are are those, his bride, Mm -hmm. that are part of his bride. Mm -hmm. And he's done exactly what he said he would do. So I wanted to talk about that. I just wanted to get to that. I don't know if I even let you read all the way, but 9 and 10. And he saith unto me, write, write, John, write this down. Blessed are they which are called into the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, these are the true sayings of God. 
and I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said to me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to say that, like, Every prophet of the Old Testament, every prophet who's ever lived, who spoke the word of God, mm-hmm. what they were revealing was Christ. Mm-hmm. In any situation, in any judgment, any catastrophe, they were speaking the word of God. But every one of them tells you, here's what Christ is in this situation. And if you read it without looking for that, you've missed the point of the whole book. Mm-hmm. You've missed everything. And he's saying here, listen, I, this angel who's speaking to John says, don't worship me. Mm-hmm. I'm just like your family, John. In other words, the Jewish family. I'm just like, and family of believers that are the Mm -hmm. spiritual Jewish family. I'm your fellow servant. I'm your brother. And here's what I speak. Everything I'm telling you. Because we've just spent all this time in great detail talking about the end of Babylon, the end of Babylon, the system, the end of Babylon, the religion. He said, but I'm only telling you this to show you Christ, to show you who Christ is. Mm -hmm. So it's saying that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. When the Holy Spirit comes on someone and they speak the word of God truly, mm-hmm. what they will tell you about, no matter what the topic, will be is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. It'll be who he is and it'll tell you more about him mm-hmm. because this whole process is us getting to know him fully. Mm-hmm. Like and coming into a real relationship with the God who made us mm-hmm. and to know him. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's a good way, I think, taking this a little bit out of context, that is a good way to evaluate whether you are in a place where you're getting right teaching Mm -hmm. from the Word of God. Because if this is not focused on you getting a bigger idea and a better idea of who Jesus is, if it's based on anything else, like Mm -hmm. if you come in and it's about self-improvement and it's about, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. All these other things that can it be about. And it's not Mm -hmm. focused on here's who Jesus is, know him better. Mm -hmm. And and guess what? Here's who he's not. Mm -hmm. He's not some clown that you know doesn't have any intelligence he's not he's not outdated and old-fashioned he's not and i and i say that because that's the way i've seen him kind of portrayed represented Mm -hmm. and and portrayed in churches and don't be so he's not a genie and don't be so we've talked about that he's not magic he's not not, he's not some magic trick that Mm -hmm. you press the right buttons and he gives you what you want and it's not one of those things scripture is not one of those things it is okay i don't know if i'll say this right so help, help me dig myself out if i say it wrong but studying scripture is a wonderful thing. I love to study and run references and look up the word, what they mean and what the names mean and blah, I, I love to do that. But if I want to know what the left horn on the beast and I get into such minute detail that I lock myself in, I miss the whole point if I'm not looking for Jesus. You you can get Jesus to the place. Jesus will unlock all the rest. You can get to the place, and I think, and I appreciate Mark, and I know Mark's listening, but I appreciate what Mark had to say because you know, there's a lot of this that we're not going to know the exactitudes of until it actually happens. But we don't need to know the exactitudes. We just need to know what's going on, what's supposed to happen, who's, what are the things we're supposed to watch for, what did Jesus tell us about Himself right Mm -hmm. so it's good to study it's awesome to study i'm not against study and i love to study of course i know there's a lot of people who don't think that i should study but i still like to study but the the point though still is if i tear myself up completely with my i know this is what this is and this is who it is and this is what it means i can't let god be do what god does because i probably am wrong yes no no, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. You can't, 
Don't what's the, what's the what's the point? Look for Jesus. If what's you look for point? Jesus, then you get it. Okay, and then and it introduces him when it talks about this coming that he has. Mm -hmm. This this how he appears when he defends his bride. And let's look at and that. It, let's when, read that. That's an important image of Christ before we go into so 20 to make says, sure we oh, get. This is my one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorites because by the time you get to this chapter and to this verse, everything's been terrible. Water's turned to blood. Seals have been opened. Trumpets have been sounded. Vials have been poured out. Things are dying. Earth is messed up. People are, you mm -hmm. know, complain. I mean, it's awful. And then in verse 11, it says, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name wherein that no man knew but he himself. And just as a pause moment right there, don't forget, that's how he presented himself to John at the very start of this chapter. Mm -hmm. And he said, and he was clothed, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And the and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the middle of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that ye may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him, which, with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse, which sword proceedeth out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. I think 19 kind of ends kind of... <laughs> well, yeah, because... He, the the conquering king mm -hmm. and the judge and the just and the right the one who makes war don't miss in righteousness mm -mm. nothing he's doing here is wrong or evil or unkind mm -mm. this is right mm -hmm. and this is the answer that his bride has been asking for, for and pleading for mm -hmm. through all this suffering of this tribulation period and I think it's interesting that we have spent about twelve chapters mm -hmm. on seven years. Mm -hmm. We've spent about 12 chapters on a seven-year period of history. Think about biblical history from the beginning of the ages until the end of the world, and we've spent 12 chapters on seven years. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of attention on these events that happen mm -hmm. from the time the church is raptured <coughs> until this time that we're at, at the, this last battle where he mm -hmm. destroys his enemies. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you think if I'm thinking if a human being was writing this story, we would write the end. But a human being is not writing this story. Mm -hmm. That's what I started out telling you about. It's not now, the period that happens next. Great debate about this. We've just period. got like, there are so many things in Scripture that kill me because I want more information. Wouldn't it be wonderful? I, I We are given a, just a very limited 
little bit of little stuff. bit of this next part and i know that god is wise in doing that and he is just and perfect and he gave us what we need and i think part of the problem is if god give gave you everything at once you couldn't handle it you wouldn't know what to do with it you wouldn't know how to process it mm -hmm. he tells us the, the things that are going to happen but sometimes he's so minimalist in what he says it's like when when it's and the stone was rolled away mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Want to give me more about what that looked like, what that sounded like, what that felt like? Yeah. I mean, there's there's not great amounts of just detail and information. And maybe that's wise because people think it's too long to read now. But God is very direct in what he says. And there's this little section here mm -hmm. that talks about a kingdom that's going to last a thousand years. And it's shorter than the whole seven-year description by far. Then, and mm -hmm. it's a thousand years of time that's going to be right mm -hmm. here. And before we even talk about it, I want you to know there are people that see a lot of different ways, and I love every single one of them. And I if you've asked Christ as your Savior, we're brothers and sisters. We're going to heaven together. People see it lots of different ways. We're going to talk about a thousand-year period that people call the Millennial Kingdom. Some people think we're already in it. Mm -hmm. that 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 word and and i don't understand where you're coming from but i love you and i and i don't i'm not gonna fall out with you but in this thousand year period at the end of this the beast and the false prophet have been cast into the lake of fire right mm -hmm. and the enemies of god have been squashed mm -hmm. all that are left is that remnant that dedicated themselves that bride mm -hmm. of people and those who come with them into the battle which is all of those who have died before in the lord that are clothed that are with mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. Then you have Satan bound. That's what we're going to read about in the beginning of chapter 20. That God binds him, and he is not able to do what the Bible says he's been doing up till now, which is run to or fro on the face of the earth, mm -hmm. seeking whom he may devour like a wicked lion, mm -hmm. right? I'm he's trying to seek, nations. kill, steal, mm -hmm. and destroy. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we've heard about that in Revelation. We've mm -hmm. heard about that in mm -hmm. Peter. Is that correct? Peter. And in Job mm -hmm. and all this. Jesus tells you James what his job says, mm -hmm. that he's doing this. And I don't understand why you would think he was bound now looking at this world some but people think he's already been bound do. for a thousand years some people but there's some people who do and yeah they, and uh, and again we're not falling out with no they not can at think all whatever they there are some that think that won't happen until after uh he creates a new heaven and new earth there's some there's, but that's not that's not what's what here is, that's not what it says so let's just right? read what it says let's just read what all. it says because so, that's the premise where that's what we're using for this just so just think that says. the only before you read it the only ones that are here Mm -hmm. are those ones that have been the remnant that God's preserved, his and people, says, and those that came with him that have died before in Christ. Mm -hmm. That's all that's here. And they've been given a new body to be here. Mm -hmm. Right? And verse 1 of chapter 20 says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed for a little season. Okay, Before why? Before you go back for a minute, though, I want you to notice, he laid hold of the dragon, the old serpent, which is devil, and, the, and Satan. And all of those have some... You know, dragon. What's neat is the parallel of it. Mm -hmm. So, okay. just a few verses before, we talk about faithful, just, and true. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. We talk about Christ who has a name no one can utter, but the name we know mm-hmm. is the, the Word of God. Too. Is the Word King of, of God. And, Lord and, King, of Lords. and now we're like, now, now who's this other guy? This is the Who's dragon. this other guy this that we dragon. have no problem binding mm-hmm. and sealing and mm-hmm. separating? He, because he doesn't have that well, power. He's, he's an old of, serpent. He's, a, he's deceitful. Mm-hmm. He's the devil. Well, I, now, I can't remember. I might be wrong. Devil means one and accuser means the other. But I think devil means that he's the accuser and Satan is he's your adversary. He's he's your enemy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's yeah. truly he accuses you to God, but he's also your enemy to destroy you. And he, he accuses God to you. Too. Right. Don't forget that mm-hmm. he works that both ways. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what he did to Eve. But so and it, it lays it out lies just so told. you know. We're not talking about he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the accuser, which is your adversary, and bound him a thousand years. Mm-hmm. Just I just think that's important. So I want you to think about since the beginning of the book of Revelation as those trumpets, those, they, they came with tragedies all of their own, warnings and horrible seals warnings. And trumpets the seals, and vials. the vials where things were poured out on the earth, the destruction. We've oceans and mountains and and farmland and mm-hmm. okay there's almost like this taking it down to as slow as it can go mm-hmm. and then at this thousand year reign god is going to restore the earth mm-hmm. as it was at the time of the garden of eden mm-hmm. it's going to be like it's going to go as far down as it can possibly go mm-hmm. and then have a thousand years of how it was supposed to be mm-hmm. when its maker its creator steps in Mm-hmm. and rules for a thousand years i know this is hard for people i think the reason they ex- a lot of people explain it away is because we can't imagine god doing that but he says he'll do that mm-hmm. <clears throat> for a thousand years and here's the other thing don't forget to not know. everything is symbolic no. some things are symbolic and true mm-hmm. some right there yes, there's that's, that's there are point. some things that actually happen literally just exactly as he said and have much greater meaning as well mm-hmm that's true. Right? And in this situation, I think we're in that case. Mm-hmm. But I also want to say there are evidently people born during that mm-hmm. 1,000 years. There are the, the earth is filled mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. It, we've already seen a destruction of Gog and Magog mm-hmm. and those empires mm-hmm. and nations mm-hmm. from around the world. But here they are again coming mm-hmm. up at the end of the 1,000 years. The so for 1,000 years, Satan doesn't have the ability to lie to us. But it says, and God rules in he person. Shall not de- it says that he should he should deceive the nations no more. Right. Till the <clears throat> I mean till he's loose. Till hit the thousand years until he's fulfilled. Loosed. That's what I said. After that he must be loose. And after that he must be for a little for season. A little season. So, but for a thousand years, Christ ruling the world and the world restored to the way it's supposed to be, and us seeing. This is what I gave you, and this is what you were created for. Mm-hmm. And remember, everybody that starts this. Mm-hmm. Is the church mm-hmm. is the redeemed and and let's read is, let's is, go from four and mm-hmm. to six and see what it says and that's that's your point but that's true it says and I saw thrones John says and I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the worship of God and which had not worshipped the beast neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. So it's like you had a natural birth. 
if you if you are a believer in Christ, you've had a spiritual birth, mm-hmm. and you're going to be part of that first resurrection. First resurrection meaning, just like Jesus was resurrected in mm-hmm. a physical body that could do things on earth, mm-hmm. so will you be. And for this thousand years, they're not ghosts or spirits, mm-hmm. and they're not in heaven. Mm-mm, they're they're on earth in bodies for a thousand mm-hmm. years as he reigns and shows us what he meant it to be. Mm-hmm. Now, those that have died separated from Christ, those that have been destroyed in the battle of Armageddon and all through history who've rejected him, they're not, there. they're not here for a thousand years. They're, wherever they're bound and kept, they're bound and kept. and kept until that point. But there's going to be a resurrection for them as well. The, the, the two yes. resurrections are separated by a thousand years. The first for those who are his bride and the second for those who are not. And in that second one, they're resurrected unto death. It, it stops even using the word resurrected mm-hmm. because it's kind of a different thing. We are given eternal life and a new body mm-hmm. to be here. Mm-hmm. And they are, and I don't know, I don't know all the details of that at Mm -hmm. this thousand year period, Mm -hmm. how that works. Mm -hmm. Because I know there's a new heaven and a new earth coming Mm -hmm. in the next few chapters where you truly see it all. all. But right here, there's there's a thousand year period where, right, you are given a body to be here in. That's Mm -hmm. that's the extent of what I know. But I know that when the a thousand years is up, there's a great Mm -hmm. resurrection of the dead. Where they, if their names aren't found in the Lamb's Book of Life, which obviously they aren't, or they would have been mm-hmm. a part of this first resurrection, mm-hmm. they're cast into the lake of fire along with Satan. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It says the beast and the prophet, false prophet, are still there. Mm-hmm. They and, it, and it uses a present tense verse to say, verb to say, they didn't just burn up and be gone, and, and be gone when, when the battle happened at Armageddon. Mm-hmm. They're still there suffering. And so are all those that mm-hmm. are cast in there with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this just... I can't, I don't want to explain it away. Mm-hmm. I don't want to minimize it because there's a great warning to anybody who does at the end of yeah. this book. Yeah. I don't want to make you feel comfortable with this. I want you to be able to say, these things are true and Christ is just and righteous and holy. And, and you have says, a choice to make whether to make happen. yourself mm-hmm. ready or not, mm-hmm. right? And, and when I say make yourself ready, Christ did the work at Calvary. He mm-hmm. gives you the adoption as, as children into God's family. But you have Jesus. to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. You have to say, Jesus is, what is it, how's that described? King of kings Lord and of Lord of lords. And, and he is mm-hmm. just and true and righteous and holy. Mm-hmm. He is who he is supposed to be. And we know from Scripture that not everybody's going to do that. So I'm talking to people right now who are not going to make that choice. And that literally kills me mm-hmm. because, and I tell you this all the time, and I don't know how to express it even. The feeling is so bad, okay? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how to express how bad it is for me to know how good he is and have to accept that, that other decide. people don't want him because mm-hmm. I don't know how to get through to you that you don't know what you're doing. He is, there's nothing bad in him. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I get to know about Christ makes me love him more. Makes me want to see him more and be in his presence more. So when I see people reject him, it is very hard mm-hmm. for me to comprehend, and it's it breaks my heart because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that way. Because doesn't. he said, "Whoever will, come on. whosoever will, can come to him and receive the water of life mm-hmm. freely. Mm-hmm. They can just come to him mm-hmm. and be part of this, be part of the amazing thing God's doing. But he won't force you to. And he knows, right?" That you won't eventually. I mean, you know, that foreknowledge of the God scariest has nothing thing to, to me, do with the, you know, you can go, no, you, there's no way you could ever be saved kind of, that kind of 
conversation. C.S. Lewis says it, but so does Charles Spurgeon, so do several other commentators say, and I can't comprehend this. They say that those enemies of God, demons and human beings that fight against God in the end, he said if, if they were given a choice of the lake of fire or to spend eternity with God, they would choose the lake of fire. Now, I'm just telling you what men say. Their hatred of God is such that it would be more torture to be in his presence because they refuse to acknowledge him as God. I can't comprehend that. I can't either. But I can but understand what he's But what he's saying, saying is the choice they're making is That's literally okay. they're still they they would rather have the the hatred is so great they would rather have that mm -hmm. than have the Lord because he's offered himself literally offered himself for them and extended his mercy and his grace and I can't understand making that choice hating him that much but the deceiver Satan convinces you has convinced right. them to do just that mm -hmm. but what i'm saying about this thousand years and i don't i don't want to add things that aren't there and i don't want to say things that are wrong yeah. and i fully admit that i am i am punching above my weight here mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. this is beyond what i'm able to nail down with great accuracy but we know that from what this says in chapter 20 that people are evidently born mm -hmm. because during this thousand year period because of what comes next so let's go to what comes next verse 7 and when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. So... Why would God do that? Why would God let Satan out to deceive again? What's the purpose like of that? It's like the final cleansing. It's like the last, um, if they are born in this time, you still have to make your choice, mm -hmm. right? If you are and born again, at this time. Again, even though Adam and Eve saw the perfection and the beauty of God, mm -hmm. but they were given a choice whether to serve him mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And the same will happen here. People born during this time will see choice. God ruling and reigning on the earth, but mm -hmm. they will be allowed to, make to reject choice. him. They make their choice, just like everybody They will be else. allowed to reject mm -hmm. him. And, and it blows my mind that you would see him in his glory and in his power and, and still be deceived. But Satan will deceive. It says he does. It says right here, mm -hmm. and that they will be destroyed. Now that's it. Mm -hmm. Now we're done. Now that's it. Mm -hmm. His thousand-year reign, and still the rules haven't changed. Every individual decides for himself whether he's king of kings and lord of lords or not. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. No exceptions. He shall, Satan goes Nobody's out grandfathered in. Right? Nope. Nobody's grandfathered, grandfathered in. in. This mm -hmm. is an individual choice. You do got, not get saved because you so go to the, the right church, building. You don't get saved got, because you're born in the right family. You don't get saved because you're born in the right nation, or your skin is a certain color, or you speak a certain language. You are saved because you, one-on-one, -on -one, Accept Christ as your Savior and give him glory and honor as King of kings and Lord of lords. No exceptions. Right? Mm -hmm. Mark asked an important question. It was the kind of the question I said before we started. Um, for the ones, and I again, I, I really don't want to uh, offend by saying this because I don't know their theories and thoughts on things. But his question is, who's deceiving the nations now? Oh if yeah, Satan, same one. If Satan is not, yeah. is bound, is already bound, and that's, he's exactly that's, right. That's the problem with that thought. But that's that's my problem with. That I mean, thought. Paul's writing around the same time, and he's telling you that Satan's throne is here. John tells you Satan's throne is in the James, city. James, James says, tells you resist the devil. Uh, so he's not bound him. at this time. Mm -hmm. 
He's not bound when John's writing this James for sure. Says, the church is being persecuted. And he'll draw nigh unto you. Tell Satan to get out of the door. My word, sorry. No, we, and we line ourselves up with him perfectly when we seek our own will instead of Christ. Mm -hmm. So, and I and I want for one, do not want to be guilty of doing Satan's job. So, no, we're not going. We're not. So, verse ten, and the devil that deceived them. So remember, see, I see. I think it's interesting. You had you thought it was interesting that there was just like a few verses about a thousand years. Yeah. I think it's interesting that I want they more went up, on they the thousand come years. Past the camp, the saints are in the camp. He, um, fire comes down from God, devours him. Kind of like um, Elijah, right? Kind of same, just who is God? Here it is, right? And that's over. And it's over. Uh, I mean, it wasn't even hardly a battle. It wasn't even a battle, right? It's just done. Right. There won't be any more choices uh -uh. to be made. And verse 10, the choices it says, made. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet, there's your verb, are... And shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So gone is that myth that Satan is the king of hell. and that Or an he, equal in any and, and regard. An, yeah, and an equal in any way to God because he is not. The only thing he can do is, is, lie. is break the heart of God by destroying people. And he does. He lies. He's that is what he can do. He's, He's not adversary. equal to him in any regard. Mm -hmm. But he can cause him great pain because of his hatred for God. And his pain is caused by, by convincing people, lying to people, to tell them that God doesn't care about him. God is not out and for their best interest. Nobody cares uh, he's keeping God something says. from you. Mm -hmm. You can be God. You can follow your own way. And it's the same tired, stupid, worn out lies. But what amazes me is they're still working all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I watch people still believe him. And I think, why are you believing that? And then in my darkest moments, in my weakest times mm -hmm. i start to believe it god didn't care about you you're too far gone god can't do anything with you you know maybe god doesn't care about what's that. going on with you at all and and i have to you literally have to fight that with the word of god that says that's a lie mm -hmm. satan is a liar He's always been a liar. He always will. And he only has a handful of tricks. These and cycles the that we talk tricks. about are the same tricks all through history and all through our lives. And yet we still fall for him because somewhere deep inside of us, we have this doubt that God is who he said he is and that he'll do what he said he will do, even though we've seen him do it time and time and time but and time But we don't again. see him face to face and he doesn't talk to us face to face. But we see his creation mm -hmm. and we hear his word and we see the evidence of him and every Christian who's ever been born again. We, we see it and everywhere. Here's, here's the part that when I can remember. Because when I'm, I can because remember. Because I'm the same I'm the same way. Things can be going okay and then something happens and it's like, oh no. I see where And you start speaking doubt, not faith. And and you do. And that's what Satan put there. That's what he likes. Now, but you but have to pick it up and do it. But here's the thing. Yeah. And I know I go back to this a lot, but it's one of when I discovered this, it was like, huh. You know, just one of those aha moments where you I don't know, it changes how you think if you can remember in your times of doubt. To go back to Isaiah, to chapter 14, where it talks about Satan, Lucifer, being cast out of heaven. And it says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend up to heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will ascend, I will do, I will be. Isn't that what our society is teaching us? I will, I, what makes me happy, what's for me. 
But then it says, verse 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. And yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. And here's the line that if I could just remember this when I'm weak in faith, if I could just hold on to this. And they, so he's, he's, he's telling him why he got cast out, all the eyes, wills, I'm, I'm this. Then he said, you're going to be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit, which we know, that's what we just read. And it says in verse 16, they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, is this the man that made the earth to tremble and did shake the kingdoms? The biggest lie Satan tells is that he's big he and powerful. Is. He ain't nothing. Because we're going to, at one point, somewhere, we're going to look at him. And honestly, this is the way I envision it in my mind. We're going to go. I can't believe this. Really? This is what caused all my grief or all my doubt or all the trouble in the world or mm-hmm. all the hatred among people. And the reason, he's gonna look, the reason he's going to look so small is you, they've spent a thousand years with the one who's not. Well, yeah. They yeah. spent a thousand years with the one who truly is what he said he is. And now they... There's and, a reason his name is Faithful, Just, and True. And Lord of Lord of Kings. And there's and kings. a reason Satan's a father of lies. Right? And there's the, a reason they have those names. to kill, steal, and destroy. Sure. Right? But, but you still, somewhere in my mind, just the thought that you're going to look at him, because now you don't. Satan seems big. I've heard people say, oh, Satan's ter- been this. He's Satan, terrifying. He's this and he's that and the other. And, mm-hmm. and if you notice, and I just I, I just point this out because I've noticed this recently on our TV shows and Hollywood and things. It's all geared. We're down. starting to find out he's really got a good heart. Yeah. Satan is th- this actor who's playing it's the story of Satan. He's he's really, he's That's really been happening not for as several bad decades. as you might yeah. think he is. But this guy's all about himself. I will, I will, I will. And then when we do finally see him, we're going to be, I don't know, kind of kicking your... I mean, can you imagine if you're the one that's in hell and you're suffering torment forever and you look and you see that's what you followed? It's kind of like what you said in one of our lessons earlier when you were talking about when they get what they want, they won't want what they get, right? It's, it's You pull off the mask and what you've got is this person thing that you're going to look at and you're going to look at him sideways and say you did all this stuff how is that even possible when, when i was a little girl every time somebody came to the altar and got saved every time when they stood up from that altar I, vivian would be on the piano and she would say when the battle's over we shall wear a we crown. shall wear a crown and that song still, every time I say the words, chill bumps run up and down my spine and run up and down my arms. When the That's the moment over, that song's talking about. Mm-hmm. These ones that are wearing a crown in this, in this place that are going to go into the new mm-hmm. heaven and the new mm-hmm. earth. These people that, in the beginning of Revelation, he said, when you overcome, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the power to overcome. No matter what it is, just fill in the blank what you're overcoming. I'm going to give you the power. They're going to wear a crown mm-hmm. in that new Jerusalem. They're going to rule and reign with him. It's not just going to be where they are. It's going to be theirs. Mm-hmm. He's giving it to them Join as, as he inherited, mm-hmm. inherits this place. We inherit this place. This was the plan from the beginning to share mm-hmm. his glory with us. He gets all the glory, but we get to enjoy it in his presence forever mm-hmm. with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We'll overcome. And don't forget this and last part. And just think part. about... Don't forget this last part because it's it, awful serious Think too. about the alternative. Mm-hmm. Is an eternity, which I can't comprehend, I can't explain to you and can't make you see. We don't know what eternity is. We get bored in 15 minutes. At the end of the show, you're like, can you please stop talking? We, we are so limited by time and exhaustion and mm-hmm. no energy and we don't have a clue. Mm-hmm. 
But the alternative is spending an eternity with the beast, mm -hmm. with the false prophet, with Satan himself, in a le lake of fire, literal burning place mm -hmm. for all of eternity without relief and remedy. I'm not trying to make you feel better about this. Mm -mm. I don't want know, you to you feel to better about this. this. Is serious stuff. I want you to know that the great majority mm -hmm. will reject Christ and his offer. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact that the Bible tells us. Mm -hmm. But it also says that there is a number that sounds like the sea around the throne of God saying, Hallelujah, Praise the Lord the God omnipotent reigneth. That's my favorite And it's, it, there's a lot of people who make it. Mm -hmm. there is. But they're, they're only going to make it through the blood of Jesus Christ. Christ. And by knowing who He is, King of kings and Lord of lords, our champion, our Savior, are almighty mm -hmm. like no matter what you see happen in your lifetime no matter what satan's operations are and the people acting in a false religion mm -hmm. and all the things that are patterns all through history culminating in the end but no matter where you are believe, you can overcome it and believe what the book says. through the blood of believe jesus christ what it says just simply believe what it says and this whole book is I, i'm that. going back to it but the the entire book the entire prophecy is to know Jesus Christ, the testimony and to of Christ. reveal Him to you. That's what this is all about. But now let's go on because I don't want to leave the last part of chapter 20 undone. Okay. Because 21 and 22 are pretty awesome. We're never going to get through 21 and 22. 21, we got four minutes. 20 in 20, verse 11, it says, And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. These are those resurrected that are that, 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 that second resurrection. Years. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were open. And I don't know, this is so sad to me. It always makes me want to cry. And another book was opened, which is which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And I, right there is the line. I can't get there because of what I do. I cannot get there because of my earning it. I cannot get there from having more right than wrong. I can't get there for those reasons. I get there because of the blood of Christ. That's the only thing that gets me there. Mm -hmm. Not my works. But these are people who have believed that they could get there based on I'm just as good as he is kind of a thing, right? I'm a good person. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And if you haven't circled it, you ought to circle it in your Bible. I know some people don't write in your Bibles, but I do. Verse 15, And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake. A fire. Nobody judged out of the books makes it. They can't. They can't do enough. So what's the purpose of going through that judgment? He is faithful, just, and true. Mm -hmm. No one will be separated from God from eternity without knowing exactly why. Mm -hmm. And for them seeing that it is a righteous and holy judgment, mm -hmm. that it is the right thing. And I, you know, I've sat and thought about that before in my life. I like a lot of people will tell me all the time, and I appreciate what you're saying. It's nice of you. But it's not true. People will say, you're such a good person. I admire you. I love you. I will take it. <laughs> Thanks. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is I know me better than you know me. And I know for a fact mm -hmm. that I deserve to be separated from God. I deserve the punishment mm -hmm. of hell. Mm -hmm. I, I, what's worse with me than maybe even you is I knew better. 
I'd been taught right from wrong from very early. When I sinned, I did it not in ignorance, willfully. I did it willfully. And there's no way I could look at God and say, you know what, I deserve to go to heaven. I don't. No. But nobody does. When you're judged out of those books of the works of your life, he says if you've broken the law at any point, you've broken the entire law. says in the book of Romans, you want to live under the law? Good for you. But if you've broken it at any point, you've broken the entire thing. God is righteous and holy. And just. And perfect Mm -hmm. and true. He's not a God of lies. You can't snowball your way into heaven. You won't convince God that that you deserve to be there because you don't. And it'll be obvious. It'll be obvious to you and anyone else who's there at that judgment. But God made a way for you. And if your name is found in the book of life, mm-hmm. you don't have to endure this. You you can mm-hmm. you are going to be a part of this marvelous thing that God's doing called and the Bride you, of Christ. And can't you just think here, right here is where they see Satan for what he is, you know, because it says to be Satan. They're all right here now. Now you see. And it's too late to do Satan anything about it. Satan will be your friend in the lake of fire. He's Satan is in the same case yeah. you are. No, and not He's not that. ruling and reigning. He's in the same boat and the, you are. And the other thing is he's also... Not what you thought he was. And he's also glad you're suffering because that hurts God. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's the only power he has is to, is to hurt God by destroying you. That's true. And why would you help him do it? I don't understand what you don't like in Christ. I really don't. Now, if you want to tell me, I'll try to answer it as ignorant as I am. But I don't know what you see in him that you don't want because I've never seen anything in him yet that's not wonderful. I agree. Right? And we are out of time. And it's a sad place to leave, but chapter 21 is coming. And chapter 21 and 22 are kind of awesome, right? So um, don't think that we're just leaving. um, I just feel like I thought, can I make it sound better? Can I soften it? No. There's no softening to it. I can't soften. It is what it is, right? Yeah, it is what it is. Thank you for joining us. Keep your Bibles open. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Keep keep staying faithful. Study, learn, know, don't be deceived, right? Draw nigh unto God. Mm -hmm. He will draw nigh unto you. He promises that. Thanks for joining us.